You're listening to the Inside the Mix podcast with your host, Mark Matthews. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Mix podcast. I'm Mark Matthews, your host, musician, producer, and mix and mastering engineer. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about your favorite synth music artists, music engineering and production, songwriting, and the music industry. I've been writing, producing, mixing, and mastering music for over 15 years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Hey folks, welcome back to the Inside the Mix podcast. If you are a new listener, thanks for joining me and don't forget to hit subscribe. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. So in episode 61, I started to produce a song from scratch and I also went through some pre-production techniques. So I strongly recommend that you go and listen or watch episode 61 um, because it does feed into this episode and you might be a bit lost without it. So in episode 61, as I mentioned, I started creating a song from scratch and I'm going to build on that in this episode. So let's dive in. Okay, folks. So this is what I came up with at the end of episode 61. So we've got some snaps, we've got a pad with some movement, we've got a bass line that follows the root notes of the chord progression, and there's like a plucked lead sample in there as well, or rather MIDI notes. So in this episode, we're now going to build on this foundation. Okay, folks, so now what I'm going to do is I want to add some kick drum to this. So we're going to add some drums. So I've got my, uh, my kit sample here that I created in the template in episode 61. I'm just going to cycle through the kick samples I have until I find one that I like. So I'm just going to play. So I'm going to set a loop region of, uh, of four bars. Actually, yeah, four-bar loop region. So command it U in Logic once you've selected a region or a, or a selection of MIDI notes. And let's just play that. And then I'm going to cycle through the kicks until I get the one I want. Actually, I'm going to turn on the, oh, the metronomes already on. I always double-check that. Okay, so I quite like that kick drum, so I'm going to record that in. As you can see, my timing's not great. Um, I'm certainly a drummer. Uh, not a drummer, rather, guitarist. Um, even though a guitarist should have great timing as well. My timing was always a bit ropey. So uh, that's why we have the beauty of quantization. So I'm going to select all those notes in the editor. Um, in Logic, it is E to bring up the editor window. And let's play that. And what I'm also going to do is I'm just going to go MIDI transform and fixed velocity. And I'm just going to set it to, I'm just going to set it to 90 for the time being. just while I'm songwriting. And probably what I'll do is eventually I'll go through and what I like to do is put an accent on the first kick of every bar. Uh, but I'll do that further down the line. So command and R and let's replicate those and extend that loop region. Let's give it a play and see what it sounds like. Okay, folks, so now what I'm going to do is I've got my kick drum and the rest of the arrangement. I want to add some hi-hats to this. I'm just going to cycle through these four bars and just go through the um, hi-hats that I've got in this cymbals instrument channel here. So let's give that a go.
Okay, I quite like that one there. So let's punch that in. Now, while I'm doing that, you can probably hear me tapping on the keyboard in the background there. At the moment, I don't have my triggers. So I'm just going to highlight all those and turn off the swing. I'm going to quantize them. I'm going to leave the velocity as it is because it's got a human feel, but I can further down the line change that if I want. I'm going to add a bit of swing to it. So what I'm going to do is in the editor window, I'm going to bring up the swing so you can hear it. You can hear it start to go too far. So I'm going to dial it back. I think that's right. And I've already got my bus set up here with some with some reverb. There we go. In fact, what I might do is I might see. I'm going to pass it onto the delay. See what that sounds like. That sounds quite cool. Because you've got that ping pong effect from the delay. Going from left to right, you've got that nice stereo spread. pretty cool. Uh, so what I'm going to do is now I'm going to uh, just option drag that MIDI region in the timeline and let's extend my loop region. So I think I've just noticed. No, that is right. And there we go. We've got a kick and our hi-hats. Okay, now what I'm going to do is I want to add some symbols to this. So once again, I'm going to play along and then I'm just going to scroll through the symbols that I have. All my symbols um, are in, funnily enough, the symbol instrument channel. So it's the same one as the hi-hats. But what I would do is when it comes to actual mix down, I would separate these out. But it just makes it a lot easier for me to do it this way at the moment. So let's give, give this a go. I think I like that one. Okay, let's punch that in. Timing was quite off there. Okay, there we go. So I'm just going to go in now because it's in the same editor window. It's the same MIDI region as my hi-hats. I'm just going to go in and um, quantize those. Just realize. Let's drag that out. What I'm going to need to do now is I've, it's recorded over my hi-hats, but I've just duplicated those back in. Um, I want to make these sort of similar length. Let's drag those MIDI regions out. And quantize them. I don't want swing.
there we go. We've got some crash in there with our hi-hats. Okay, so I've got snaps and I've got crash. I've got a hi-hat. I've got a kick. Now what I'm going to do is I want to add some claps to this as well. So once again, I'm just going to play through and go through the claps that I have available on this claps channel. Okay, so I quite like that one. Pretty standard. Right, let's record that in. Okay, and now these are quite simple patterns, to be honest. And probably what I would do, I say probably, what I would do is when it actually comes further down the line, I'd go in and just make these a bit more intricate. But for the time being, I just want to get the ideas down. I don't want anything to sort of hold me back. I don't want to get stuck in the hole of adding too complicated a pattern at the moment. So let's give that a go. Right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to MIDI Transform again, and I'm just going to go Fixed Velocity. Um, just for the time being actually no i'm going to go functions midi transform and i'm going to go random velocity and i'm going to set it from 80 through to 90 and there we go Okay, uh, let's add some reverb. Uh, let's try medium verb to begin with. So I'm just going to gradually bring the medium verb in. So that's with. And that's without. Okay, so there's also another plugin I like to use, and I'm going to chuck this in there now, and it's Fresh Air by Slow Digital. This is a free plugin, and it's got a preset called Clap Lifter, which is quite... It lifts the claps quite a lot, but I'm going to play it. It certainly lifts the claps, but what you need to do is, I'm, I'm actually going to just dial it, dial it back a bit. And I'm also, because it's adding level, okay, it's adding gain to the, to the, prog to the progression, to the MIDI, to the performance. I'm just going to use the trim plugin and I'm going to bring it down so it's the same as it was before I actually in implemented the fresh air plugin. So I've had to use the trim dial then. I've brought it down by 3 dB. So when you're going through and you're creating your projects, and this is really important in mixing, in particular is when you're adding uh, plugins, you're adding uh, manipulation, sound manipulation to your performances, to your recordings, to your audio regions, whatever it may be, it's going to add level. 
and it's going to alter the gain staging of your performance of your production. So always bear that in mind when it comes to adding additional plugins on your channel strip. You want it to match what it was before. Otherwise, your gain staging will get way out of whack. So I've had to actually reduce this by 3 dB to get it back to where it was. Okay, so those are my claps. Okay, so now what I'm going to do is I've got my basic progression. I've got some drums in there as well. I'm going to find, or I'm going to see if I can find some vocal samples to go with this just to add a bit more interesting. I always find when it comes to songwriting, as soon as I add vocals to it, it sort of brings it to life or it really does help my creativity. So I'm just going to make a bit more space on the screen here. So if I shift click and select all my tracks and then command drag, should... Is it option drag maybe? Yeah, it's option drag. If you select them all with an option drag, it will scale all the tracks to the same size in Logic, which is very useful. Let's just do that. And I am going to create some new audio tracks. I want two. And box one. And I'm just going to call the other one Vox 2. I spelled it right, that might help. Vox 2. And I'm going to select them both. And Option C to bring up the color. Change into pink. And I'm just going to... I'm very, very um, strict on housekeeping. So I like to have things colored and named appropriately rather than leave it to the end. So let's change all those. Press X to bring up the mix window to make sure that's all right. Yep. So let's see what we have. So I'm just going to go over to the file section in Logic. Um, Omnivox, one shots, and I want e, I'm in E minor. So let's see what we have in E minor. No, not that. That's very short. Bring that volume down a bit. In fact, it'd probably help if I play it at the same time. Um, so I'm going to set up a loop region. So I'm just going to select those four bars. And just yeah, those four bars. And then in Logic, Command U to set the cycle region. Let's bring that in. So what we have in E minor, not a massive amount. Let's try this one. Okay, I quite like that. Uh, so I'm going to drag that in. And I'm going to put that at the beginning. Uh, convert that to stereo. Yep. And let's close that down. I know some shortcuts, but not all the shortcuts yet. So I'm going to just option drag that audio region. And I'm going to put it at the beginning of every bar. quite cool and the volume is quite low on that let's bring that volume up not too sure why that's all the way down I'm just going to check my automation so make sure there's no automation on that volume to bring up the automation lane in logic you just press a and drag that down so this is going to be very loud so i'm going to use the gain plugin on this just to bring that down so it doesn't destroy our ears <laughs> 
And I'm going to just send that out to a medium verb. Get rid of that gain plugin. Just going to cycle over that one. Let's add some delay as well. That's quite cool. And I've got a second one there. Let's see what else I can find. So I think I'm going to get back and I'm going to look in the other Omnivox vocal sample pack. Now, these are Slate Digital sample packs I'm using here because um, they're really cool. I like them. Uh, phrases. Let's see what we've got in here in E minor. So let's set up our loop region again. Select that. Command U. There we go. <laughs> Rolling down, folks. Let's see if I find one. There's one. That's quite cool. Let's drag that in. So I'm going to have that come in halfway through an eight bar progression. Once again, I'm going to go in and I'm going to stick the gain plugin on here because it's going to be super loud. Let's see what that sounds like. I'm just going to drag that across so I can get a feel for the whole. So option drag across so I can get a feel for the whole track with that in, or rather this whole sort of progression I've got here. Let's select that. Let's make that a... I think that needs to come in sooner. I reckon it should go like that. So at the moment, there's a bar in between. But I'm going to drag that bar. Let's try this. I'm just going to duplicate that over this. So on that last one, I'm going to just stop it there. I'm going to add a large reverb, a long reverb rather, on that, that second vocal chop. I think that sounds quite cool. So I've added a bit more interest to this. I think this is going to help in terms of my songwriting and the direction I take the song. So I've added two vocal chops there. Okay, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to add a couple transition effects to this. Usually I probably leave transitions until the end, but um, I'm going to add them in anyway. So I'm going to create another uh, another track, a uh, new audio track. Um, I'm just going to call this, um, I'll call it FX1. Very, very creatively named right now, FX1. And I want to give that a color. Let's give it a dark sort of pink or purple. And I'm going to give it an icon of, I haven't got a custom icon, so I don't know why I clicked on that. And I'm going to give it that icon. 
which is kind of like just a wavelength. And I'm just going to play an eight bar loop. I kind of want like a transition, a reverse effect to come in before the symbol on the, um, the first bar after the, or rather the third bar, not the first bar, the third bar. So I'm just going to go out, come out of this, and this is EDM sample pack, and it's got some pretty cool reverse effects, as you can hear. But I want a quick reverse. Something like that. It's too long. Like that there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drag that in. And I'm going to put that, let's convert that again. Keep forgetting that. And let's close that down. So this is going to come in at the, just before the third bar. And once again, I'm going to use gain because it will be super loud. So I want to bring that gain down on that. Maybe it does need to be a longer. Let's try a longer one. That's too long. That might do it. I'm going to try that at the end of, or rather, the end of the eighth bar. Let's give that a go. It's a bit out of time. I'm going to leave them both there purely because I'm just getting ideas down of what I'd like to do later on. And then I'm just going to put another reverse in there as well and just trial them out. I'm going to put three different ones in. That way they're there, and I can just select which one I prefer. Oh, that might be better. Let's stick that one in. Now I'm going to just make this a bit bigger. I want to cut off that tail. For those watching on YouTube, you can see there's a bit of a tail to it. Uh, let's get rid of that. You can create your own reverse samples, but I don't want to get bogged down in doing that right now. I just want to get the ideas down. That might be better. Usually what I probably do as well is sort of use more than one. That's better. Maybe we'll roll with that one. I'm just going to duplicate that track. And then I'm going to stack two transitions on top of each other. See what they sound like. So I've got reverse CD and reverse quick up. So just rename that. So I'm using two transitions. That's quite cool. We'll roll with that. So what I've done there is I've stacked two transitions on top of each other to get the desired effect that I want for now. And sorry, folks, I'm just zooming out. Let's delete that. And I'm going to option drag to where I want them to be. Okay, let's play that from the beginning. I 
probably gone overboard with the transitions, but I'm going to leave them in there and give it a listen and then take them out when I think they don't fit. Well, I might do it actually at the beginning of this. I wonder if it needs hi-hats. I'm thinking I might just go into that kick drum for that first those first eight bars of kick and just shorten it. I'm going to remove every other kick drum and just see what that sounds like. Yeah, that'll do for now. Cool. There we go. Quick transitions. This is going to be the last bit I do in this episode for this production. And um, what I want to do is I want to create some different chords to go after the initial 16 bar progression that I've got here. So I'm in my um, pads. I've got what are called drop pads here um, that I've created. So it's basically just a duplication of the verse pads I've got at the top here that I've created for the 16 bar progression before. And um, I've got an instance of Scalar 2. And what I've done here is you can actually change from trials to 7th to ninth to 11th to 13th. And I've changed it to 7th as I want a slightly different sound and progression here. So I'm just going to cycle through these uh, 16 bars and come up with just uh, a basic chord progression, basically. So let's see what we can come up with. We'll be right back. So I've got a hunch about a common struggle we all face, mastering. If you're an independent artist or music producer, you've probably encountered the frustration of masters that just don't hit the mark, right? They lack balance and refuse to play nicely across different devices and environments. Ever found yourself wondering, why don't my masters sound like my references? Perhaps you've spent countless hours attempting to master your tracks only to be unsatisfied with the results. Maybe you've tried every Silver Bullet plugin or even dabbled in AI. Or perhaps you're already working with an engineer, but you're eager to explore different possibilities. Well, here's the solution you've been searching for, Synth Music Mastering. I'm offering a game-changing opportunity with a one-time free test master for a limited time. Picture elevating your music with my unwavering commitment to quality and a personalized touch that you just don't get with the big mastering studios. The best part, it won't cost you a penny. Just submit your finished mix and let's see how we can transform your music together. Don't let mastering be a mystery any longer. Say goodbye to the frustration and step into a world of sonic excellence. Grab your free test master now, click the link in the episode description, or head over to synthmusicmastering.com. I always hit the wrong note first. Fine, let's just turn on the metronome. Okay, so I quite like that progression. You'll notice in Scalar 2, if you're watching this, I've got it on Human Eyes, so it adds sort of like a human element to the progression. Specifically, when I go in and quantize these notes in a bit, it just makes it a bit more natural sounding. So I'm just going to record that progression in. I'm just going to find out my first note again, my first chord. So E minus 7. So I'm going to go E minus 7, and then it's B minus 7, A minus 7, then C major 7, and back to B minus 7. 
Cool, there we go. I'm just going to close Scalar because I don't need it anymore. Let's go into these chords. I'm just going to highlight them all and quantize them. This is where the humanized element of Scalar comes in really well. And you'll notice as well, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see that in the editor window, I've actually got the notes on the MIDI labels, which is a really good thing to do because I know sometimes when I'm looking for the root note of a chord and I have to hover over the piano in the, the key in the piano roll or hover over the actual lane, and then you can see it if you're watching this on YouTube next to the snap controls. But I think just very visual, having it in front of me is a lot easier. So to turn that on, view, note labels. Don't know how I live without that for so long. Um, so that is my chord progression. Turn off the metronome, I don't think I need it now. Cool. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, I like Snap Heap. Now, whenever it comes to wanting to change the sound of something, I always go to Kilohertz Snap Heap to begin with because they've got some fantastic presets in it. And there's one called Tape. So I can't remember the exact name of it. Is there a search function in Snap Heap? I'm looking for it. There it is. Tape. Uh, tape walk, I believe it's called. So it adds a lot of movement. I only really want that to be quite subtle. Maybe I'll bring down the speed. That's where the metronome might come in handy. subtle then that'll do and also what i'm going to do here is as well on the actual summing stack that i've used i know i've only got one instrument playing at the moment but i'll probably add another further down the line is i am going to add a channel eq and i want to high cut i'll just put it around 500 to begin with What I'm going to do is I'm going to automate that. Press A to get the automation lane up. I'm going to automate the high cut frequency on that. And around, I want it to start increasing after the first four, rather eight bars, sorry. Let me just do it all the way up. Let's give that a go. I'm also going to um, just add it use the bus and uh, send out to the delay. So I'm going to try the delay on the actual pad channel rather than the send. What's happening there is, although I've high cut the EQ on the main summing stack, the actual send from the track is bypassing that. So I'm still getting the full frequency spectrum, the full frequency of the delay. 
in the left and right, which is quite cool. Yeah, so it's high cut the actual pad down the center, but the ping pong left and right from the delay, that's a really cool effect. Never tried that, done that before, like that. The beauty of music. It's very cliched, very cheesy. Sorry, folks. Let's just close that down. Right, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to just play the progression. I'm going to turn off the metronome, play the last eight, sorry, the last four bars of the 60-bar progression before going into this new bit. filter start to automate the cutoff you'll see the frequency response frequencies are starting to match those of the left and right from the ping pong delay cool there we are so what I've done there I've just taken what was essentially a really basic pad I've added the kilohertz snap heat plugin on it just to add a bit more modulation there and I've also high cut the frequency and automated that high cut as well. And um, I think a really cool thing I found there is in that summing stack is adding that delay to the actual instrument channel and not the stack. That way the delay is going out with the full frequency um, of that particular instrument. So you're hearing that on the left and right. Give it a go. I think that's a really cool effect. And there we are, pads. Okay, folks, so we've come to the end of this episode of this uh, producing a song from scratch. And what I've added today, or rather in this episode, is I've added some kick, I've added some claps, I've added some hi-hat, cymbals as well, so, so we've got some crashes. I've added two vocal chops to add a bit more creative spice to it as well, just to inspire me a bit more. And I've added some transition effects. So this is a sketchboard, so I've thrown all this in there, and the likelihood is I'll take bits out, and I'll add bits later, and I'll mix and match and move things around. But I just want to get the ideas down. And as I mentioned throughout, I didn't want to get hung up on particular sounds and sound designs, because... The likelihood is I'll go and replace them further down the line. And then what we have is I created a chord progression after those 16 bars that uses uh, sevenths in my chords. So I've moved from triads, which I used in the verse. It says verse. It might not end up being the verse. And now in this drop section, it might not be a drop, but that's what it's named at the moment. I've used sevenths. And then I used a uh, an EQ in there, and I automated the filter cutoff to gradually bring in some more richness with that frequency content. And then I used a delay from the actual instrument channel, not the summing stack. And then that delay is then going out and it's bypassing the summing stack. So you've got that rich frequency from the delays in the ping pong on the left and right. And then I use snap heap as well in a tape walk effect, just to add a bit more variation to those pads. So I'm gonna play it from the beginning and this is what we have.
that really reminds me of a song from the 90s, this bit. And I cannot think of what it is off the top of my head. If you know, write it in the comments or in the review or DM me at, inst- at Inside the Mix Podcast on Instagram. There we have it. So we've built on what I created in episode 61 and uh, we'll build on this more in the next episode. So if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment and also hit that notify button. And if you're listening on your podcast player of choice, do hit subscribe also. And feel free to reach out to me with any ideas, tips and tricks you think I should include in this progression or this production. Just a friendly reminder before you go, don't miss out on your free test master at Synth Music Mastering. Imagine enhancing your music with my dedicated commitment to quality and that personalized touch. And guess what? It's absolutely free of charge. To claim your free test master now at synthmusicmastering.com or click on the link in the episode description.